SheQuest podcast is heart-opening dialogues for self-identify women on a SheQuest, a movement moving forward, striving to live aware, bold, and whole. Welcome. Welcome to your second SheQuest Summer School podcast guest series. Uh, it's me, Estelle, and the second guest, I'm so excited, the second guest uh, show uh, is all about women and and body. <laughs> um, I had Jesse Harold on for last year's SheQuest since I couldn't think of anybody else to give me their take on Shakti Powers, um, but I knew Jesse could and she did so wonderfully. Um, Jesse is a mentor, a coach, a doula, a brilliant writer and poet. I feel so kindred to her in so many ways as we both do what we call, what we love to call women's work. Um, we lead women's circles and really have the privilege um, to walk along with you on your awakening journeys. Um, and most recently, I'm just so proud of you, Jesse. He wrote a wonderful memoir called uh, Body Love, and it's made its way into many of your homes, which speaks to her story, which is really all of our stories in connecting slash reconnecting with um, our bodies and, and, and the earth. And so I want to just welcome you. I'm just, I feel so privileged to have you on, Jesse. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much. I love that I have a specialty about talking about Shakti power. Yeah, I seriously, I was like, uh, who could do this? And like, you're like the first person. I was like, oh yeah, she would do it. And you're, you're all, we're always so well-spoken. And I think because both of us were, you know, we're kind of writers as well. I think it comes, hopefully comes a bit more naturally in, in that way. But um, because like being on a SheQuest for the purpose of this program is really striving to live aware and bold and whole. And I want to start this radio show with always with the rituals of asking my guests, um, what makes you feel alive today? So I'm asking you, what makes you feel alive today? <laughs> Today in this very moment, so I live on a beautiful piece of uh, land right on the ocean. And so what makes me feel alive today is just watching my little garden grow. Um, I started a flower farm this year. And so I've been this kind of maniacal plant mother for the last couple of months. Um, but it just gives me so much joy. And uh, just spending time out here with my kids and tending to the land, that just brings me so much joy every day. Oh, I, um, I'm getting shivers because in SheQuest, um, some of the exercise I call gardening exercise, which is just like, it's not like actual gardening, but it's like the, you know, the metaphor of like seedling and planting and digging up the earth. And um, so it's just so, it feels very, it's just very, you know, that you would say that it's just so fitting, <laughs> so fitting. Um, so I wanted you on the show, um, you know, for our first season, um, I, you know, I, I see you as such a leader and an emblem for our body theme. Um, and, you know, you really, you, you, you stand out to me. And again, we've talked about the Shakti piece, which is a big piece of 
like beginning our program and, and she quests and, um, you know, feeling supported and, and somehow like being able to, um, reclaim, like claim, but also like reclaim and, and reframe this love that we have for our bodies. And I just, if you could, I know we don't, you know, we don't have that much time and I know you wrote a book about it, which, you know, which will be part of our she quests book club, which is really, really exciting. Um, but could you tell us like your story, let's say, um, just almost like elaborate or like um, help us like the Jesse, like m- maybe before she wrote the book or the Jesse on her journey and like the Jesse now after all, you know, kind of like a lot of awakenings for you and stuff. Do you, do you want to speak to that a little too? Yeah. Thank you for asking. Um, yeah. So my relationship with my body has always been a challenging one. Um right from the time that I was a small child, I was also a fat Mm. child. And um, I was reminded of that on a regular basis. I I kind of felt a a lack of belonging in a lot of ways um, to the world around me because of the size of my body. And as I got into my 20s, I'm kind of making this the most condensed ever version (laughs) of this relationship that I've had with my body. But in my 20s, I discovered dieting, as well as over exercise. And so using um, exercise and kind of the quote, unquote, cool things I could do with my body as a way to um, kind of earn my value or my worth in the world. And so I was kind of, you know, would set out to achieve these um, tremendously ambitious goals with my body in the hopes that um, I would start to feel more at home in my own skin. Um, and it wasn't, I guess it was when I, when I birthed my first child, I got to see, you know, an entirely new cool thing that my body could do, which was to um, birth and nourish a tiny human. But at the same time, my relationship with my body became that much more complex um, because I didn't have the time or the desire anymore to pursue the same kinds of physical achievements that I had pursued through my 20s that I had really kind of developed an identity around. Um, and when I, when I had my son four years ago, I really hit a low uh, when it came to my relationship with my body. And um, I at that point was, you know, had started my business, life coach, a wilderness quest guide. Um, uh, and to have a, a fraught relationship with my body felt deeply unauthentic to me when I was doing this kind of work of, you know, as you say, awakening and then also guiding other women to awaken to their own power. And yet um, I was expending a lot of my power counting calories and worrying about how tight my pants were um and so it really felt like i needed to change my perspective um about living in my body and because i'm a writer at heart i wanted to do this through writing and used um the 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 way that I work with women in the world generally is uh, supporting them through massive life changes or life transitions, rites of passage, as I call them. And so I approached my uh, shift in my perspective around my body as a rite of passage. Um, How could I become the kind of person, become a new person who felt more at home in her body, um, felt as though she were embodied 
And so that was the journey that I went on when I wrote Project Body Love. And I have to say, Estelle, like, and I love that you're working in this way with women. You and I have embodiment um, as, as a real key part of our work with women, because I think and you probably get this too, but in 11 years as a doula and guiding women on wilderness quests and just working with women one-on-one, I see that women in particular hold so much power in our bodies, whether it's the way that we feel our intuition and our guts, um, the way that we are able, if we choose to birth and nourish the next generation of people, um, and, and in the way that Mother Earth is actually uh, represented in our bodies and how our bodies cycle with the Earth. You know, there's so many powerful, powerful connections that women have to their bodies. And I felt both for myself and for the women that I work with that, you know, we've got to stop wasting that power and energy on counting calories and drops of sweat. I think it's time we took it back. Oh, Jesse, I love talking to you. (laughs) I get so many. There's like goosebumps uh, all over. Um, <laughs> the first podcast, guest podcast was with Emily and we just spoke at length about the, the power piece and, you know, t- taking this power back. Like even when you feel the most helpless and the most that you're like, there's somewheres in your life where you can take it back, you know, mm-hmm. you can take it back. And I love like so much of what I'm hearing is that, uh, first of all, you inspire, you inspire the heck out of me. Um, and, and, and it's uh, what I'm hearing is that you gave yourself your own medicine, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. like, I, and that's what, like, like my work with women has given me, I mean, I could completely weep about it right now. You know, um, I've given me that same, like they've taught me just so, so much. And you cannot, you cannot do this work and and not do the work yourself. Like it's just impossible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just, I just love you. You just put words um, just so well to, to that kind of almost, it's not, it's, it's more than a mirroring, right? Because it's like, there's nothing logical about it either it's really like that connection like visceral you know like and we're almost like do you think like we're afraid of like our power like I feel we we are part of it why we dissociate so much and I mean I see that in yoga all the time you know like the person's in the class but she she's not there you know um she's not in her body like completely bypassing the reason why she came to yoga. Like, do you, do you have something to say about that? Like how there's so much trigger, like uh, for me in Sheikwes, most especially I find the body section to be all, I'd say the most loaded one of the the piece. And, you know, this year I have like five components to, to the class. Um, and, and, and it's just, and two, it's like the body is the gateway. Like the, the body is this, you know, it, it's the great gateway through everything. Would you, would you want to speak to that a little? Like this, perhaps this fear we have, like through your story? Yeah. I mean, this is where my kind of raging feminist has to come out and say, <laughs> I think our culture, our culture is afraid of the power of the bodies of women. And we see that in the diet industry. We see that in the medicalization of our 
perfectly natural bodily processes like menstruation and birth and menopause. You know, we see that throughout the culture and we've been swimming in the water of that kind of patriarchal perspective on women's bodies so much so that we can't even see the water we're swimming in anymore, you know? And so, of course, we're afraid of our bodies. Of course, we feel as though they're never good enough. Of course, we feel they're unworthy. Um, and, and what I think is so important and what one of the biggest takeaways that's even surprised me as I was writing my book is the need for self-compassion to know that we live in a culture that doesn't always love our bodies back and to recognize that on some days we're just doing our best to keep on keeping on. We don't always feel incredibly powerful in our bodies. And I think the key is to keep showing up because Estelle, like what you said about it being the key to everything, my body, no matter how it looks and everyone's body, no, no matter how it shows up in the world is the only gateway that we know of to experience the world as it is. It's the only way we have to like touch our children's skin or smell the lilacs in June. It doesn't matter what size we are, but it is the only way we can experience that level of bliss and awareness and presence in the world. And so you know, we might not love them every day, our bodies, but I think that it that it behooves us to have some compassion for ourselves and to try to find some respect, some acceptance, and maybe just some presence in our bodies so that we can access that beautiful power we have. Yeah, and I oh, I just love it so much. I and I really see you as an emblem, like uh, you know, it's so many ways like this, just being gentler and kinder and really living that kind of Shakti wave of support. And I, I find like with your offering to what you offer too is really, you know, um, connected to nature mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, you know, how much we've, again, that's something we've, we've lost. Right. And, and you can find your, your body back in nature. And I don't think we've, we don't even make that connection, but you do, mm-hmm. you know, do you yeah. find that or? Yeah, absolutely. I kind of come from this lens that, um, women's bodies mirror yeah. the earth and, absolutely. the culture's relationship to women's bodies also mirrors the culture's relationship to the earth. And so from that perspective, as an eco-feminist, I kind of look at it and say, we need to be invested both in protecting and respecting our bodies in the same way that we protect and respect the earth. And that we have this beautiful reciprocal relationship with the earth, whereby, you know, as women, we get to know ourselves better, for example, by knowing what phase the moon is in. Um, You know, we get to learn our bodies better by being out in the trees and on the water. And it's a place where shape and judgment and ability kind of falls away. And we just become one of the earth's creatures. And I think that that's just, it's a beautiful space to become embodied. 
Um, and I think that women's rewilding this kind of getting back in touch with our bodies, with our intuition, with the earth is, is no less than what will save our world. If anything is going to do it, that is it. Oh, I can talk to you all day. <laughs> I mean, I, I think, you know, when, when women will feel like will be completely in their body, feeling healthy and, and well, you know, I, I think, I think nothing can stop. I think that's like the most, the most dangerously, like, amazing thing that could ever happen, you know, <laughs> um, to change the world. I truly believe that. And um, oh, it's just wonderful to talk to you. Um, I want to know, so I, I think, I think you kind of know this, but we, at, at Cheek West, we really, um, we, you know, we're really on kind of in, a, we're on a quest to find tools for that work for us. And, you know, as you know, I'm all about art and yoga and that's really worked well for me, but I really stress in my own program, like that, you know, that might not rock your boat. Like it's good to try and this and that, but maybe for you, it's something else. Um, try tested and true things that work for you. Um, and I, I was wondering if like, I, I, that inspires me so much. And that's why I'm asking my guests that is, do you have like favorite personal tools for self-growth? Like, do you have soul rituals? I, I think I know you do, but could you, do you like things like, like tell me your number one thing <laughs> you do to ground yourself and, and center yourself and for your piece here, you know, your piece in, in SheQuest and your involvement, um, uh, you know, really specific to like things you do to really be in, in your, your body, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I go for a walk every day. That's my kind of, and I, I include quite a bit of uh, tiny rituals in that process. And so that combination of, of being out on the earth, um, moving my body and engaging in ritual um, really, really supports me to kind of come home to myself and also uh, writing, obviously it's kind of, it's, it's a, it's a big thing for me. Um, and I have a daily writing ritual that I engage in as well as like, um, I'm in a writing group. And so pulling in community with that, um, just beautifully cathartic writing ritual is so important to me. So no, that was not one thing. Um, but (laughs) (laughs) those are kind of, you know, those are my keystones and those are the things that I teach women, you know, to, I, to me, I feel like those are just such grounding practices for all women and that we each kind of have our own way of, um, of working with those little medicines, but that's my own particular way. Amazing. And, and knowing what you know about your body now, and um, like, it's a bit of a loaded question, but I'm going to ask it anyways, like, what, what does it mean for you to be like an embodied woman? Yeah, embodied, I feel as though my desire for this kind of body love that I thought that I was seeking when I was writing the book really shifted to just being in my body, a desire to be in my body and to respect it um, and accept it as often as possible. I find that self-compassion is my biggest practice now um, because the reality is, is that, you know, yeah, I may have write, written a book on body love, but I don't feel body love all the time. And so it's um, it's really connecting to 
like my purpose for my body in a lot of ways. Like, what do I want my body to allow me to experience in this lifetime? And that kind of, um, you know, it goes right back to those experiences that I love to have out on the earth, in my garden, you know, that's where I feel the most embodied. It's, it's almost as if kind of the edges of me dissolve and I just become a greater part of the world. And it doesn't matter what size I am or how, what the shape of my body is manifesting. And so that, that to me, feel, it sounds counterintuitive to being embodied, but for, for me it is because it's like, it takes away the thinking about my body and just allows me to be in my body. Well, you know, embodied as like, like the way it's so beautiful, the way you speak, but it's like this merging with everything, which is really what yoga is, you know, like for you, gardening is, you know, a yoga practice, you know, and, um, and you're, when you do it, you feel full and you feel, you feel free, you know, it's kind of like time is completely, there's no, there's no time really. And it was like, you know, I just, I just, I love that. Oh, I love you, Jackie. I love you too. And- I wish we could talk about this every day. <laughs> I can talk to you. Okay. So the, just for the last part is just a really quick answers. Um, are you ready? So like not, you know, quick, like I'm just firing at you. Okay. You ready? Wait, are you sure? sure? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Favorite mantra. Oh shit. (laughs) No, not that. Not not that. Keep that in, Estelle. Don't edit that out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite mantra. I think right now. I go through seasons. Yeah, yeah, it's go true. Ahead. No, I, th- I feel like I have some words. Like wild is a big word for me and magic. Oh, yeah. love it. Love it. <laughs> favorite flower. Favorite flower. Definitely peonies. Yeah. Favorite book that you've read in the past six months? Belonging by Tocopa Turner. Oh, so good. That was my book last yeah. summer. I, <laughs> yeah, you got, and it's actually our SheQuest uh, book club in August. Awesome. Um, and I think I'll put you in September. Oh, uh, okay. Um, uh, yoga or running or walking, I should say. <laughs> um, yeah. Hiking. Can I say that instead? Yeah, hiking. Yeah, you can. (laughs) Uh, Book, like hard, like paper book or Kindle? Oh, book. Definitely book. Book, yeah. Coffee or wine? Coffee. Coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just just want to thank you so much for your presence and accepting to be here and gracing us with just your knowledge and you're just such a poet. I hope you like, you're such a poet in your words and your writing. And thank you so much for teaching us about the body part. And, um, and you know, the last thing where, where can my women find you? Like, where can we, if we want to know Jesse, where do we go? Yeah. So my website is always a good spot, jessieherald.com. And um, I hang out on Instagram mostly. That's at jessie, J-E-S-S-I-E dot E-S dot Harold, H-A-R-R-O-L-D. And um, people can sign up for my word medicine um, on either of those two places. And it's just a little... Um, 
yeah, dose of word medicine, there's no better way to put it, uh, that I send out every month. And so that is accessible to people as well. It's kind of where I hang out. Amazing. Thank you so much. Namaste, Jesse. Thank you. Thank you. Take care, Estelle.